The opinions expressed on this program wow, are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do, do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. Two guys in a room, one from Massachusetts, one from New York, talking sports on a Tuesday on a cold day in Pittsfield where the roads really stink. That's right. It's another edition of Cronin and Zook right here on WTBR 89.7 M. Give us a call right now, 413-445-5943 for Tuesday morning in the Berkshires. Let's go, people! The gift of gab. <laughs> No kidding. The roads are covered in ice. You can do the slippy slide. I know the rhyme, but who really cares? Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to another edition of Cronin and Zook right here on Berkshire Sports Now on WTBR 89.7 FM. 413-445-5943. Good morning, Mr. Cronin. How are you, sir? Oh, geez, you just caught me off guard. You lateraled me the uh, good morning, and I fumbled it at the end zone. <laughs> hey, I'm doing very well, Robbie. How are you? Just two weeks in a row. I'm good. I'm doing great. Two I, weeks uh, in a row. Uh, uh, Devastating uh, losses, man. Oh, with the pal, yeah, we'll talk about the pat. So, uh, but uh, yeah, it was it was a good week. Was, I got spoiled rotten last night at Christmas. I mean, just goodness, everything with Hanukkah. I mean, I got presents galore. It was so nice of everybody. So, I got some uh, stuff to leave here actually for Pete. Some Beatles stuff. So I got my my Prince and stuff this week. So I kind of like was catching up with some stuff. So, but uh, anyway, yeah, everything's good, man. Except. Uh, you know, obviously some tough losses. Obviously the Patriots and the Giants played their hearts out but made way too many mistakes. But let's talk about let's talk about the Patriots first, right? Because to me, this this the inconsistency with this team, I was just telling you about this, but and, and I wanted to get an answer from you. Okay. They sometimes Mac Jones looks good, sometimes he looks bad. Sometimes the offense works, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes the defense works, sometimes the defense doesn't. What is is it the talent? Is it the coaching? Why the inconsistency with the Patriots this season? I, I'm just trying to figure it out, quite frankly, you know. So I, when Kendrick Bourne is on the field, Mac Jones looked like a completely different quarterback. He Six catches for 100 yards and a touchdown, right. I believe. I think it was only one touchdown, but uh, he, he, barely stay, he barely touches the field. And, you know, and Mac Jones looks like a completely different guy out there when Bourne's on the field. And they asked Belichick after the game, how come Kendrick Bourne's not on the field more? And Belichick goes, there's no reason. <laughs> what do you mean there's no reason? He's arguably your best receiver next to Jacoby Myers, and he's barely on the field. Right, except with Jacoby laterals. <laughs> and, 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 you know, now this week they're saying that uh, Hunter Henry is questionable to play this coming Sunday. Oh, oh, like, we really care? He's had, what, like, five catches all season? Like, I don't understand what they're doing offensively, what Patricia is doing. And, and I don't think Mac I, – I, you know how I, I say Daniel Jones blows? He, I didn't, think blow, he didn't blow this week. He, he didn't. He's actually but, had a really good year. But we'll I talk think, about that I later. I think so. Mac Jones is – I don't like him. I, I, I think he's cocky. I think he's arrogant. And I think he's a dirty player. Did you see that Mac trip? Mac is a on, dirty player. See that trip on Eli Apple when no. the play was over? No, I didn't. Eli yeah. Apple, former New York Giant, who was yeah. a bust. I, I, and I think Mac Jones is going to be the, – the Jets that are getting rid of Wilson, I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots got rid of Mac Jones. It might be an unpopular opinion around some corners in New England, but they were chanting in the, in the third quarter, Zappy, Zappy, oh, wow. Zappy. And then Mac turned around and had a pretty decent second half. The Patriots, you know, they're down 22 nothing. And right. they're coming back, they're coming back, and, you know, I'm going, okay, just don't give the Bengals enough time to go down the field. Just run the ball, run the ball. What do they do? Three straight runs up the seam. For what? And Stevenson, For and Stevenson fumbles at the, right. at the two, you know, to lose the game. And it was a heartbreaker. It was an absolute it's heartbreaker. It's like the Giant game, same thing. But here, like, like for example, like, um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, you know, Mac Jones, 21 of 33 for 240, two touchdowns, no interceptions. I mean, and they, and they they come up with 18 points, 
I mean, they must have ran the ball well because right, it looks like they ran the ball well. And Burrow, he, he 40, had an atrocious first half, yeah. Mac. I mean, but I don't, yeah, wait, but I'm saying that's what I'm saying. This is the inconsistency of the Patriots. You score zero points in the first half. You don't do anything. The second half, obviously, Belichick's the best at making adjustments. He did that for years as the defensive coordinator with the Giants. I mean, and obviously coaching the, the Patriots for all these years. But again, Burrow, 40 of 52, 375, you know, uh, two touchdowns and interception. I mean, he threw for almost 400 yards. Now, they didn't score in the second half. So, again, the inconsistency. The defense is good in the second half. The defense is not good in the first half. But he still threw for 400 yards. But they only scored 22 points. It's and you're the, thinking the, the missed extra points, well, the missed field right, goals right. is what killing that's what if killed the if Patriots. But if you, hold the, if, you, if you hold the Bengals to 22 points, you should win. You should win every time. Exactly. And the right. Bengals are a terrific team. And right now they're 11-4 and four and still challenging for that division. Right now they're hot. They can, you know, they go into, you know, with Kansas City. They're like, oh, no problem. We'll beat the Chiefs because they beat the Chiefs all the time, you know. So that, that AFC is really interesting. The Chargers win last night, obviously, against the Colts team and the Giants are taking on on Sunday. So the Chargers are in. So thank God one of my teams is in. Yes. I said that to my dad this morning. As much like, as I hey, can't Robbie, stand. Robbie's Chargers got in. He, my dad goes, I thought Robbie was a Giants fan. I said, but he also loves the Chargers, and he hates Brandon Staley. So today, he can't say too much. And my dad goes, isn't Brandon Staley that clown, that, that like idiot, you know, kind of almost like an idiot in, in, in San Diego there that thinks he's smarter than he really is? I said, that's exactly who he is. And the average he, bear. He's like, oh, well, you know, we, we made some right calls today. And he's like he's like the Aaron Boone of the NFL. Who's Staley? Well, Staley, Staley. the thing about Staley is he's a defensive guy. He was a defensive coordinator of, of the Broncos. Speaking of the Broncos, they fired Horthon. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, is it Nathaniel? Not Nathaniel Horthon. I keep calling him Nathaniel Horthon all the time. Could there be a, a Nathaniel, team? Nathaniel Hackett. I keep calling him Nathaniel Horthon. I'm like, wait a second. One's, one's, one's a writer. The other could one is a, could, a, could, an ex-football coach right now in the National there, Football League. Could there be a team in a worse position in the NFL right now though, than the Denver Broncos? Oh, my God. That contract. Wilson oh, contract. my God. That contract. What do you do? I mean, you, you, why do you I, why do you give him a contract? You sign him what March third, I think they trade yeah. it for him. Why do you give him a huge contract when the guy is already under contract? Because they're for two foolish. Years? Why do you give a contract to the guy who's who's aging? I mean, he's not exactly a young guy either. But they you had know? him under contract for two more years. Right, he wasn't exactly was great point? in Seattle either. It wasn't it's not like he lit up the lamp in Seattle last year either? I mean, right. come on. So I mean, whoever was making that decision, the general manager is just uh, I can't remember his name, but I mean, just just clueless. I, I don't understand. But the thing is, who do you bring in next year, and what do you do? Like you you got Wilson there, so who you bring? In, I mean, honestly, who, who's the coach coming in next year for that team? Do you, do, you, do you call Sean Payton and say, Sean, come on in, we'll give you as much money as you want, come on in, and, and you know, restructure this team and restructure the organization? Look what Sean Payton did for 15 years with a well, five that, foot 10 quarterback. Well, that's what I'm maybe, saying, right? You know. I, it's amazing how Russell, I just like the whole team is like, I've never seen the last time I saw the Broncos this bad is when I was a little kid in the 70s when they were terrible until they got a little better. When they got Craig Morton from from the Giants and he, he took him to the Super Bowl, right against Dallas, you're you're probably already born uh, at that point. But four one three four four five five nine four three number to call right here on on Berkshire Sports now with Cronin's look ten oh six right here on a Tuesday. And I, I got to say this honestly before we go on, what is going on with the roads in Pittsfield? I have never in my life in, I, in all the Giants. I lived in Erie, Pennsylvania, so I've lived in some cold areas and some places that that. You know, snow is like nothing here. I mean, this is nothing compared to Western Pennsylvania and up, you know, way upstate New York. I have never seen such such crappy, lousy work on roads in my life. Meanwhile, all the mean, accidents. All, mean, I mean, it was ridiculous. Meanwhile, in Lee this morning, they're they're plowing uh, blacktop. It's like the plows are out in Lee, and they're plowing blacktop. blacktop. And, and and what are they plowing up here? They're 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 probably oh, practicing man. plowing in their garages. There's there's nothing going on up here. The roads. It took so long to get up here this morning. Three days. They, it, they, it took three days now for the roads to actually be decent. I'm driving down William Street. You know, down uh, what's on uh, uh, what you call it. Um, right right down past my place, and you know, as I come out of the driveway and come up the road. Uh, it was fine, but, uh, you know, it was like Dalton Avenue was fine. But yesterday it was a disaster. The last couple of days was ridiculous. Skidding through. I mean, I almost got in an accident the other day. I know people who've gotten in accidents, you know, the last couple of days. One, I guess a friend of a friend's was in a serious accident because the roads are here horrible. I mean, I just don't get it. It's just ridiculous. But, I mean, you know, I, I'm definitely emailing the mayor because this has got to change, honestly. Is the mayor more concerned about building statues than uh, plowing, about plowing you know, roads? I, I mean, met it's, her here, it's getting she ridiculous. Was, yeah, I met her here. She was very cordial. And she said, she said, Robbie, would you email me? I said, sure, I'll email you. But I'm just like, you know, I'm dumbfounded by, by the lack of just responsibility because I was in Lenox the other day. I picked up my mother to drive her. 
The Rhodes Atlantics were fine. As soon as you get into Pittsfield, it's garbage. It's like, oh, here, you know, it's here out of the woods. I mean, it's like Oz. You know, it's like the black and white versus the color Oz here, you know? You know, it's awful. <laughs> the Witch here. of the East has gone in the munchkins. And now you're, you know, you're supposed, you think you're, you know, the. It's just ridiculous. I mean, anyway, 413-445-5943, number to call right here. Talk about uh, love. So let's talk about the uh, New York football Giants. So Pats play who the last uh, two games? They're, they're Miami, the Miami right, and, and Buffalo. Buffalo. Wow. And now Tua is concussion right. protocol. He's in the concussion he, protocol. Oh, wow. He may not play. He's been terrible anyway lately. So this is the question I have. As, yeah. as a Patriot fan, they say, oh, it reminds me of the scene in Dumb and Dumber. Where Jim Carrey looks at, she goes, you know, and he goes, so you're telling me there's a chance about still making the playoffs. I don't want the Patriots anywhere near the playoffs this year. Because if they get in, they're just most likely going to have happen what happened last year. They're going to get blown out. You know, I, they, they're not a playoff team. They're just, they, they don't have the talent. They have the talent, but they don't know how to execute the talent. Right, right. I heard that there's a very strong chance that Bill O'Brien comes back next year and becomes the offensive coordinator again. For the, please, for the, for the Pats? For the Pats, please. Wow. Give Why me not? someone that knows how to call one offensive play, please. Because yeah. Patricia has no clue what the hell he's well, doing. Well, I didn't, I didn't, that whole the hiring of him as an offensive coach made no sense to me. The guy was a defensive guy, and obviously he was a, not a success in Detroit as a head coach. So a uh, guy needs a big shave anyway, but besides that. I, I mean, hope he becomes the bullpen coach of like the Savannah <laughs> Bananas or something like that. You know, get him off my football team, please. Cause he, oh, he my did, God. He's, Unbelievable. He's, get him out of here. So, uh, yeah, so I got a hold of uh, – Joe was on uh, the fan yesterday. I got a hold of Mr. Beningo, so uh, I texted him. So hopefully he'll be on with, with us some, sometime on uh, maybe next Tuesday. So I know I did, I'm thinking, is he playing golf in the snow? You know, I figured he's up in Jersey here. So I thought he was down in Florida, but he's uh, – I guess he's up here now for the holidays. So I told him that you say hi and stuff and uh, – and uh, we were doing a show be together. Great to have him on. Sometime. Absolutely, that'd he says be, to me, he says, a lot of fun, he yeah. says, "Rob, why didn't you let me know?" I said, "Joe, I've been trying to get numbers to get a hold of you. I had an old cell phone number that didn't work, you know." So, but it was great. Yeah, it was great talking to him yesterday. We talked a little bit about the about his Jets and a little about why the NBA is terrible. And he was going on about the three pointers and all this stuff. And we were just like going off on a tangent about why we can't stand watching uh, the NBA now. But anyway, so uh, so okay, so I got to talk about the Giants because this game was so frustrating because they should. Have one. Now, you talk about Daniel Jones all the time. He's terrible, blah, blah, blah. 30 of 42 for 334 yards. One interception, which was not a good throw. It was a, he didn't lead him enough, you know, and it was picked off. But one TD, one interception, okay? Barkley, 14 for 84. The, the, the young, you know, <laughs> they're like the, you know, the no-name defense from the Dow. They're the no-name wide receivers. Hodgkins, 89 yards. James, 90 yards. James dropped a ball that should have caught. and That would have put the Giants in a position maybe to just to win the game outright with four minutes left. But, I mean, they played really well. They put up 445 yards of offense. Okay, They passed for 319. They ran for 126. Their average play was 6.7. Minnesota has, could you believe this? They have won. Check this out. I believe it's 10 or 11 games by, by one score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're not that good. They gave up all that yardage. I mean, it's I'm looking ridiculous. at the, their point differential is uh, plus, plus five. five. That's right. Plus I was just going to mention yeah. plus five, right? Yeah. And the Giants, who have an eight six and one record, have a losing actually. Uh, their their point differential is actually negative. They've actually given up more points than they've scored. But yesterday, like for example, three for eleven on third down. Minnesota six for thirteen. The Giants third down efficiency is lousy, both on the offensive and defensive side. And we saw that at the end of the game. Where the guy kicks a 61 yard. I mean, I never thought he was going to kick a 61, but this is why I question about Wink Martindale sometime. I think he's done a really good job, okay? But there was two blitz, the two blitz um, calls, one on a third down and nine, in which they picked up and kept the drive going, and one on a third down and 11, where he rushed five guys, and they, they called the perfect play. It was a receiver screen. I mean, he, he, just, I mean, he just killed them. I mean, they're, he's a talented guy. I mean, they're, they're, you know, they're number one receiver all day. And, uh, it's just they. I mean, they they couldn't stop them at all, and and so and they had seven penalties or sixty three yards. So uh, it's just uh, you know it's too bad, but uh, they got killed. He's Jefferson. I'm thinking about yeah. He's probably the best receiver in football right now. Jefferson killed them though yesterday. He had 133 yards in, in receptions. So between him and that tight end, boy, Detroit. Why did they ever trade the tight end to Minnesota? How dumb is that within the division? For crying out loud, he's, he was awesome. Here, here was I last week getting all excited going Detroit. Man, they got a chance. They get a chance to get blown out by the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, the Jefferson the was Panthers. so good. But I mean, the Giants should have won this game. I mean, they they made every play except for like specific stupid penalties, like. Um, 
Feliciano gets called for a holding penalty. He grabs the guy's shoulder pad. I'm like, what are you doing, man? You know, <laughs> it's not like Moose. What are you doing? I mean, it's like, why do you grab the guy's shoulder pads? All you need to do is block. So that was a huge penalty on a drive. And look, they played great. So they play the Colts on Sunday. If they win, they're in. Go beat the Colts who scored three points last night. Okay, please. I don't want to see a letdown. Get in there. Do your job. Make the playoffs. All right? You shouldn't be able to beat Nick Foles. Well, Nick Foles, yeah. I couldn't believe it last night. They, they have three quarterbacks. One won a Super Bowl. The other one blew a Super Bowl. And the <laughs> other one was should have been MVP one year and was and was way to a Super Bowl. And he got hurt. And then Foles filled in and then won the Super Bowl. So I, it's amazing how they can keep the salaries all three. I think Foles is making a ton of money. Yeah. They're all making a lot of money. How the hell did they get all these all these guys, three guys that are making big salaries? It's it's interesting. Well the Commodores are going back to Carson Wentz this week. Did you see that he's gonna play? Johnny Carson wins. <laughs> the Commodores. I mean, the, yeah, the Commodores. That's Thanks so to funny. my old man for that. Yeah, comment. I know. We, I, so you know my funny. friend Mikey calls them the Commodores That's too. So, so funny. funny. I know. I call them the Commodores too. It's hilarious. Well, anyway, so but uh, and Tampa Bay is going to win their damn division again. Isn't that you, you know, know the league is so it, look? Let's face it, the league is so watered down. Look at Jacksonville; they're going to win the division probably because they're going to play the Titans, who stink, who lost to Jackson, who lost to uh, Houston. What the hell happened to the Titans, man? Well, they, they, they were... don't have their starting quarterback. So Malik Willis, who was drafted from Liberty College, is playing. He's a running guy. You know, I kept telling my buddy Gerard he's going to be a great, great player. <laughs> Gerard's like, forget it. So, of course, yesterday I'm like making fun of Malik Willis and how bad Tannehill he was. Stinks anyway. Of course, he stinks. But Malik Willis isn't any better. So the Titans lose at home, at home to the Texans. Can you imagine that they lost at home? How embarrassing is that? My God, they lost at home to the Texans. So yeah, I mean, some of the games yesterday, but we got to. I got to talk about the Jets. So look, the Giants play the Colts, and they play Philly. Obviously, if Philly wins next week, they're going to rest guys. I can't. You know, Jalen Hurts isn't playing, so I expect Carter, uh, Gardner Mitchell to play. He played pretty he, well. He, he, he's a good quarterback. He is I mean, he's a good probably the best. Of, he's probably the best of the backup guys. I mean, he's right up there. I mean, seriously, he really is. I mean, when you look at his um, his experience and so forth, and the way he played the other, he played really well. A couple of turnovers, obviously, a couple of interceptions. But and, and think about That's this: to be expected Philly, for a guy who hasn't played all year, but, you're going right. to turn a ball. Think about this, times, Philly, but, Philly, but Philly gave up 40 points to Dallas. 40. Right. That's a lot of points for a team that supposedly has a good defense. It gives up 40 points. I mean, they score, what, 34 points and they lose? San Francisco's the class of the NFC. See, I think the Eagles – I think San Francisco's a better defense. I think the, I think the Eagles are better balanced because the Eagles can have a really good passing game and running game. So I, I, I don't trust – you know, this, this guy Purdy's playing well, but I'm just – like. San Francisco can beat. They can beat anybody right now. I agree. They're playing really well. I think I back to like the defenses of like when Tampa Bay had Brad Johnson as right, a starting right. quarterback, and I think back, uh, you know, Trent Dilfer with the Ravens. Right, like just be efficient. Elite, elite defenses. You don't have to have the best quarterback. Exactly. You know? And I right. think that I think that Shanahan is doing. He's he he he's getting Purdy to do just enough where he can be. A Brad Johnson right. and and lead them to the because the San Francisco's defense is filthy. Oh, they're really they're good. Just they're filthy. really good. They're I mean, filthy. they're good every year. I mean, John Lynch has done such a good job since he took over as general manager of that of that, uh, of that team. And people said, "What are you bringing in John Lynch for?" The guy's been a winner every time. I mean, to me, he's a Hall of Fame player, right? Is he in the Hall yet or not? I don't think he's getting. I'm not sure. Okay, so he was a, he was an All Pro player, should be in the Hall of Fame. Guy was tremendous, a terrific broadcaster. Now he makes the transition. Um, you know, as general manager at the 49ers, he's done a tremendous job. He really has. I mean, they we turned that whole organization around. So, but I, I gotta mention about the Jets. <laughs> Joe's talking about the Jets. Oh my God, he was going what a lament. I mean, Zach Wilson. Will we ever see him in a uh, Jet uniform again? I read last night that the Jets are moving on after this year. You think so? And uh, they is said that, Mike, that, Mike yeah. White's going to play this week. He's, I know he is. He's I know he's, cleared, I know he's so, been yeah. clear too. Yeah. So here's my. So here's the deal. Like we, we talked about Mike White. And, you know, Mike White gave you, like, six games the last two years. Do we know what Mike White is yet? I mean, obviously, he's better than Zach Wilson. And, obviously, he's, he's, he's much better than Joe. I mean, Joe Flacco should retire already. I mean, be a coach, for crying out loud. What he's doing, I have no idea. And then they bring this other guy in, right? This, this practice this practice squad guy. Did you see this guy? Slever? Yes. Slever? Strevler. 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 10 of 15 for 90 yards, right? So, here's Wilson's stat. 9 of 18 for 92. Strevler, 10 of 15 for 90 yards. Okay. I mean, they're booing this kid off the field. See, here's my problem, okay? And I talked about this with uh, E.J. Stewart, who's a broadcaster, too, and does uh, work on uh, the fan and a few other stations. So we were talking about the fact that Zach Wilson, I believe, can be a serviceable and a good quarterback in the NFL. The problem to me is it's a combination of two things. One, the coaching has been – I think Salah's terrible, and I think LeFleur is worse, okay? I mean, I think – you. okay, why can't this kid – 
who has athletic ability and a gun for an arm, why can't he be coachable and serviceable in this league? And after two years, whoever heard of this nonsense? I've never heard in the NFL. It used to take guys four or five years to develop. Now, because of the big money contracts, they want these kids to develop. He's 23 years old. And also, too, the printing of the shirts with the white, white stuff. What is it, like a, a team mutiny? How do, As a head coach, how do you let that happen? How do you let this sort of mutiny sort of thing go on, this, this dissension in the ranks, sort of speak, or this... Uh, whole situation with with Zach Wilson just being tortured by his own teammates not wanting to play. It's almost like as soon as he comes in, they don't play. And as soon as somebody else comes in, there's all this energy and guys are playing with enthusiasm. You're not going to see Patriots players and coming the off line the line wearing terrible. zappy shirts. You're not going to see that happen. Right. And the line right. is terrible. And the, the offensive line of the Jets was garbage the other night. So do I blame Wilson a little bit? Yeah, he was terrible. But he got booed off the field. Yes, has he said some stupid things? Yes, we all know what he said, you know, after they got smacked and he, you know, he, when they asked him about, you know, letting the defense down and so forth, and obviously he made some kind of you know arrogant and stupid statements when he should have been a lot more humble. But I mean, he's 23 years old for crying out loud. You're gonna ruin the guy's career already. I mean, I just don't get, they'll probably trade him, but I think it's ridiculous to give up on this kid after two years. I just do. I just do. I think it's absurd. I really do. You know, I think a big part of the problem with uh, you know the, the, with uh, young quarterbacks getting drafted is they always get drafted by the worst teams. And the worst teams generally don't get better within a couple years. So, like, if you put Zach Wilson on a Kyle Shanahan coach team or a Bill Belichick not with a Matt Patricia, maybe with a Bill O'Brien right, team, right. The, might, the kid might succeed. But, I mean, you put him with the Jets, and the same thing happened with Daniel Jones. You know, for the first couple years, he wasn't very good, but they've gotten better with Brian Dayball. Daniel Jones has shown remarkable improvement this year. Yeah, yeah. That's what happens. And look at Trevor Lawrence. He got you right, know, drafted exactly. by Jacksonville. Right. Crappy coach, crappy coaching staff. Now you have a, a like a, a legit head coach and Super Bowl guy. Yeah, and you know, and he's you're finally seeing what Trevor Lawrence can do. Trevor Lawrence is a stud. He's going to be a, well. We all knew he was. A, we knew he was going to be. A, we, you know, everybody knew coming out of Clemson, he was going to be a, you know a very good player, generational player. Now he's starting to really show it. And boy, I'll tell you, I mean, the Jets three points the other night. They had three points. The pouring rain. I mean, it's a horrible game. I mean, it's just a joke. They couldn't run the football. You know, ever since they lost, you know, uh, Brees, you know, uh, the kid they drafted. Uh, Brees Hall? Yeah. Ever, ever since he got that, that uh, ACL injury. They've never been the same. They ran that kid night, that kid Bam Knight for a while. You know, they picked up um, from, from nowhere, and he ran pretty well. But they've stopped the run. I mean, the Jets can't run the football. They couldn't run the football. They can't pass the football. And the defense, let's be honest, everybody loved this defense so much. The defense hasn't been as good, you know. It's, it's been okay. But look at the Detroit game. It let them go right down the field on a big play. And lost the game defensively. So, and then of course Salah's timeout. I mean, or lack of timeouts, or just poor clock management. I watched that game. I'm like looking, going, "What the hell is this guy doing? This guy's a head coach in the NFL. Look, some guys are head coaches, and some guys are coordinators. I don't believe this guy is that good. And I'm telling you, he's in the hot seat next year. If the Jets need to make the playoffs, playoffs. I mean, they got enough talent. Let's We're be trying honest. to win a game. Playoffs. Playoffs. I mean, it just you know what, blows though, my mind. You know? And you're talking about the la- timeouts or lack thereof. <sighs> Belichick called a, a ridiculous timeout the, on, on Sunday, Saturday, whatever game, Saturday, trying to Christmas, yep. Christmas Eve, all yep. that. Um, and they asked him about it. He goes, well, I didn't know what yard line they were on. <laughs> well, all you got to do is look up at the scoreboard and it says third and 15 at the 22. Right. And he goes, I didn't know what yard line we were on. <laughs> so you waste a timeout and that, that yeah. hurt. I mean, just some of these – timeouts and these ridiculous decisions these guys make there's this big huge screen that's bigger than the town of Housatonic all you got to do is look up at it and you can see I wonder what's going on sometimes with Belichick maybe maybe it's things have passed him by do you think I don't know I mean oh boy I tell you they said he's taking a lot more time off giving guys a lot more days off to, right I think he might have mentally semi checked out a little bit he's got a beautiful girlfriend he likes to go on vacations um I think he has been so used to having, you know, the the interchanging of coaches with that team over the last few years. It's like these coaches are leaving every year. They end up coming McDaniels back. McDaniels should come back because he stinks as head coach. Well, that's what they said. That's what they <laughs> said. The Raider game was McDaniels' right. um, his uh, interview to, to get rehired, you know, but they ended up beating them on a stupid lateral, which I'm still am not over that. They scored ten points against the Steelers the other day. That's why that was ten, what my that was what points. my my opening joke was when you said, "Mr. Cronin, how are you?" I said, "Well, geez, Robbie, you uh, just uh, laddered me the ball and I fumbled it there, you know." So it's like <laughs> combined two games in the one with the same player there, but. I think that Belichick was so used to just letting everybody else just kind of run things. 
Yeah. You know, he had, right, right, he had right. you know, he had, you know, for the longest time he had Romeo Cornell yep. and he had Charlie Weiss. Sure, right, exactly. And then for the longest time he had McDaniels and Bill O'Brien. When Bill O'Brien was there, it was great. And, you know, Brady and him spat on the sidelines. But Belichick was there to just kind of maintain the daily goings-on. Now he's had to step more in and have to, he's had to do a lot more. He's got his his son who looks like belongs in a mental asylum. You know, <laughs> Stephen Belichick sticking his tongue out. Like, blah, blah. It looks like he's... It looks like, sounds like Animal from the Muppets. Looks like he's going to run across the field <laughs> and stab somebody. He looks like he's out of his freaking mind. And and is Matt Patricia and oh and 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 you know the the thing that really fries my ass every time I think about it Joe Judge Belichick hired him to be the quarterbacks coach look how good he did with Daniel Jones look how much right. better Daniel Jones is now without so him so he's throwing eight picks this year I think Daniel so right? I'm saying look how much better Jones is without him look how much Mac has regressed with Joe Judge. Why is Joe what Judge? Does that tell you? Why is Joe Judge an offensive guy? Joe Judge shouldn't even be an offensive coordinator. I mean, what is it? He's an offensive. What is he like? A quarterbacks coach? Like what is he? I, Joe Judge should go coach a volleyball team. <laughs> he makes. He, come on, he made the coaches do laps for crying out so loud. So we got Matt Patricia, the pitching coach of the Savannah Bananas, and Joe Judge can go Savannah coach a women's volleyball Bananas. team somewhere. Get these clowns off my football team, please. <laughs> Seriously. All right. <laughs> it's so frustrating. I know, of course it is. 413-445-5943. Number to call here at 1024 on Berkshire Sports Now with Cronin. So if you want to help shape the future of Pittsfield Community Television, WTBR-FM, please help us out by taking the Pittsfield Community TV and WTBR Community Survey online. Go to survey.pittsfieldtv.org. Again, that's survey.pittsfieldtv.org. The survey takes less than 10 minutes and will be a pivotal it will be pivotal in telling us what you would like to see and hear more of. So go to survey.pittsfieldtv.org. Again, that's survey.pittsfieldtv.org right here on WTBR 89.7 FM. And uh, we got great music all day after we're off the air. And, of course, my favorite show, Beatles, forever and ever and ever and ever at uh, 4 o'clock with Pete. That's always a fun show. In fact, I got some artwork on my car for Pete, and I, I got one for you, too. So if you... Uh, you care to indulge after and just pick one out for yourself. So anyway, are there any write-in spots? On I that, saved a on that, <laughs> sir, Are there any write-in spots on that survey? Could people write in that if with the could they write in that we'd like another hour on our show each week? <laughs> <laughs> got to talk. Got to talk to the boss. You know? maybe we, maybe, yeah, maybe we. Maybe this we start hour getting, goes by so fast. Yeah, no, maybe man. we can start picking it up nationally. Who knows? You know, but yeah, you know what? I mean, hey, the, you know, there's always the dream, man. You know, but yeah, I mean, I'm. You know, seriously about love to do a longer show, love to extend things, love to get more callers. I mean, yeah, you know, we're sort of like in the baby phases where, you know, so like I'm just you know waiting for things to break out a little bit. But I mean, everybody that that uh, listens to the show around the country that calls me or texts me loves it. So my friend Rob, he says we're better than half the guys on the other stations. So that's 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 nice to hear that people, you know, enjoy what we're doing. So anyway, four one three four four five five nine four three. We'll take a break, come back, talk about more games in the NFL, a little hot stove baseball. Carlos and, Correa, uh, we gotta talk oh about God, Carlos, yeah, Carlos Correa. Correa. Who's who's bring who's getting is the Red Sox gonna pick him up? What's he gonna do with the Mets? So anyway, we'll return after the these important messages. We'll see you in a couple of minutes. You guys rock. WTBR. Did you know that just 30 minutes a day of physical activity can improve your health and decrease your risk of heart disease? Walking is an easy way to start. For every hour of regular vigorous exercise, you can gain two hours of life expectancy. So start walking for yourself. Start walking with your family. Start walking with your friends. Start walking in your community. Start walking. Start something. Join the movement today. For more information on the American Heart Association Start Program, visit heart.org start. Hey, this is Mike Pezzo. Remember those tunes your parents told you to turn down? Better yet, remember those tunes your grandparents told your parents to turn down? Well, on Mike's Amazing Music and Oldies show, you'll hear sometimes oldies, sometimes blues, sometimes local performers, and a lot of rock. On Berkshire County's only rock station, 89.7 WTBRFM, Pittsfield Community Radio, Thursdays at noon. Tune in and be entertained and educated. Larry Krepke here from Nothing But Old 45s, inviting you to check out my brand new show here on WTBR called Sweet Country Music. Some of the best country music ever recorded, like Dolly Parton, Alan Jackson, Patsy Cline, and a lot more. Plus, every show contains a comedy segment that'll put a smile on your face. Sweet Country Music, 11 a.m. Sunday mornings here on 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio. Sweet Country Music. Hola, hola. 
I'm Daisy. Yo soy Marta. Whether you want to learn a little Spanish or get a glimpse of our wonderful Latin roots, join us as we celebrate Latin culture with music from genres ranging from salsa to bachata. Gain insight on local news, community information, and very special guests. Only on Mundo Latino. Welcoming listeners of all nations on WTBR 89.7 FM. Support for Mundo Latino comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union. I smoke because it's a habit. It's very hard to quit. I've tried. My wife smokes. It's not allowed in the home. It's not allowed around my children. I just know it isn't good. My husband hates that I smoke, and I smoke outside. It irritates her a little bit, but I think she sees and understands what I'm trying to get across to her, that it's not only bad to her, but it's bad to my three beautiful daughters and my two sons. My dad gets upset with my mom because she smokes and he doesn't, and whenever my mom goes and smokes, she has to go smoke outside. I don't think my mom should smoke because it's really bad for you, and it could hurt you really bad. I do think there is a correlation between parents and kids. The parent smokes, the kids think it's okay for them to smoke. Sometimes all you need is a small reason to quit. Yeah, I love my mom very much, but I still wish she'd stop smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We got something for just about everybody. WTBR. All right, we're back. We're back. We're back. Ten twenty nine, right here on Berkshire Sports Now with Cronin the Zuck, right here, eighty nine point seven FM WTBR Pittsfield four one three four four five five nine. Four, three. Yes, I love being my own producer. <laughs> That's right. One of these days, right? We're gonna we actually have hire our own producer too. That'll be great, right? We can sit here and just gab and let the producer do his thing. But no, it's fine. It's fine producing. It's actually it's amazing the difference between producing now and when I was producing like years ago, and it was like so different. Now we have like everything's digital. You know, it's a piece of cake now, so it's a lot easier. But I got, I got to throw in. One, I got to sprinkle one NBA thought in here. Yeah, we'll talk about the NBA. We'll talk about the Celtics and the Knicks losing streak. Go ahead after. Let's, Winning, about winning the, streak. Yeah. Celtics gave me a nice Christmas present. Just Nets, absolutely too. stomping yeah. the Bucks. Did you see that dunk Tatum over Giannis? I did. I watched a little bit of the game. I know I, when I turned insane. it on, it was close, and then, and then the Celtics pulled away. Yeah, I mean, they, they're on their way. I mean, I still think I think they're going to win the championship this year. I really do. If everybody stays healthy with their depth and the way they're playing. And they said they're going to get Gallinara back. And we have a phone call. We have a phone call. All right, so let's do that. All right, good morning. You're on Berkshire Sports Now with Cronin Zuck. Who am I speaking with? Robbie, Robbie, Sean, what's happening? Ralph, hey, how's it Ralph, going, buddy? Hey, buddy, what's up? Doing all right, doing all right. How's my sound? Is it okay? A little gravelly, but... Uh, it's, it's all right. All right it's all right. You're all right. Let me see, sir. How is it, how is oh, it much now? better. Right. Definitely much better. Yeah, on the speakerphone for sure, right, yeah. I put, I, put you on, I put you on speaker. It sounds like you're going you through know, gravel. <laughs> well, you know, if, um, if Lionel Richie just, they would install Lionel Richie as quarterback for the Commodores, we'd have a, a good football team there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, but, we do, uh, we do brick house. Far, and... you, know, you, know, you know, when I see the NFL guys, I see tic-tac penalties decide games oh, all the time. Um, you know, they, they're under pressure, the, uh, the referees, the umpires, to call these nonsensical calls that decide ball games. Cost a lot of gamblers a lot of money, but that's neither here nor there. But, I, you know, you have to wonder why people think that these games are fixed sometimes. Because I don't think they are, but the referees, they're, they're just too strict in calling these penalties. Do you agree? Well, I think the referees think that uh, people go to the games to see them. That's what I think. <laughs> right, right. They say, hey, we're the zebras. Yeah, these people, there's 70,000 uh, people here to come see us uh, throw a flag every other play. That's what I think. I used to say that about the umpires, but the umpires, I think, in baseball, they kind of learn their lesson. They're not as uh, ticky-tack as these guys, but you got to let these guys play. I know. That, that grabbing of the, the grabbing of the shoulder pad may have been blatant and all that. I don't know if you can get away from calling something like that. But, you know, you don't want something like that to play a part in wins and losses. You, you just don't want that I've to said, I've said for years they should stop this uh, replay nonsense, and they should just have 
The coach's challenge. Give the coach four challenges per game and let the game just ride. I'm sick and tired of the replays and is this a catch? Is this not a catch? I mean, oh, uh, and they go to replay and it's obvious that somebody's out of bounds, but they still call it in bounds. They still call it a catch and it's not a catch. Or it is a catch and they don't call it a catch. It's like perfect example last week's Patriots challenges. Right. Just have challenges. Enough of the replays. It's ridiculous. I mean, over and over. And then again, the problem is, though, the opponent. For that, Rob, will say, don't you want the guy to get the call right? Every call should be right, but there's human error involved. Right, exactly. That's, that's what I'm that's, saying. We used to, we used, but Rob, yeah, you're right. We used to accept that as part of the game, but right. now, you know, in this kind of age that we live in, we, we can't accept that anymore. I'll, t- I'll tell you one thing about Zach Wilson. Yeah. Uh, he can play from, now, if he's under the right coaching staff, you're so right, Rob. You know, he can play for my team any day of the week. This guy's got a cannon. An absolute cannon for an arm. Can we he put can him on stilts? He can play improvisational style. Of course. But, you know, they, they just don't have the versatility in that coaching style. Right, which LaFleur is worse? Which LaFleur is worse, the guy in Green Bay or the guy, the guy you know, coaching the Jets? I mean, oh, oh, it's ridiculous. They don't and put role. I heard you mention my name on Joe's show. I appreciate oh, that. Oh, yeah, no any problem. Can, any pop I can get, I'm, a, I'm appreciative. <laughs> As, as far as far as that whole thing with uh, Joe B uh, railing against uh, Zach, I understand his frustration, but you don't trade a 23-year-old Wait. right away. You don't act hastily with a 23-year-old. You give him a now. If you want to take the starting position away from him, that's one thing. But you don't just abandon the guy. But the thing is, is that the decision with the coaching staff it should, it should have been like, okay, we're going to play Flacco if we don't play White. Or we're going to decide that, you know, we're going to try to make a run for the playoffs or we're going to give this kid the experience. The problem is they don't put him in any position to win. There's no quick slants. There's no, there's no you know, run-pass options. This kid's got legs. Let him have a run-pass option. Let him throw to Garrett Wilson on a slant. You know, quick two-step drops. Let him, let him watch films of Tom Brady and, and understand that he get, needs to get rid of the ball fast. They got him dropping six, seven yards behind a lousy offensive line. The offensive line of the Jets is horrible. Flacco looks like he's on about 50 milligrams of Valium every time he walks out <laughs> on the field. Like, he doesn't even want to be well, there. What do, you, what do you want? I mean, what do you want? What do you want this guy, this fourth-string this fourth guy? That's what it looks like. He's like, Who's a practice guy? Oh, I should be holding a clipbook, not holding a football. This guy's Strebler. This guy's Strebler. Guy Stre- hey, guy a fourth-string guy. He's a practice guy. Yeah, you're right. Aside from Flacco being on Quaaludes, you're right about that, Sean. But as far as I had no idea, you know, I didn't hear anything about Flacco being on Quaaludes. Okay. That's what he looks like. Oh, that's, that's what Ralph well, and I are referring to. He's an aging quarterback to. in the NFL. Of course he is. You know, of course he I looks saw, that I way. Saw his, I saw his pupils dilating <laughs> from here. But here's the thing: oh, if, you know, when I think about the NFL, since when is it a detriment to have your quarterback be arrogant? Uh, yeah, Zach Wilson is arrogant. I'll give you that. Well, he has no right he to be arrogant. If he was good, he could be arrogant. Yeah, but you know something? You want that in a kid in a certain way. He said, I have confidence in myself, even though I, I hear otherwise. And you want the guy. If he didn't I mean, feel that way, you'd say, you'd say where, is, where is his confidence? I mean, Ralph, how do, you, how do you allow, as a coach, as a head coach in Sella, how do you allow um, T-shirts to be printed on Mike White T-shirts. I mean, what are you trying to do to this kid? Humiliate him? I mean, it's ridiculous. Like, there's a mutiny involved with the New York Jets. I mean, I'm telling you, Robert Sala is not a head coach in this league. I watched his clock management two weeks ago against Detroit. All year long, he's a nice guy. He's very accessible to the media. But, I mean, uh, it's just I watch the guy coach, and I'm like, I don't think he's that good. I really don't. I, there's some guys, like I said to Sean, there's some guys that belong as defensive and offensive coordinators, and there's some guys that can be head coaches. I just don't think he's a head coach. That's it's a, my it's a rebuild, though, per, you know, in a sense, though. You know, you, don't you give a guy a three-year, you know, I mean, leeway? Look, yeah, but they he, don't anymore, though. Look, they fired Hackett after a 4-11 start. Well, of course. That yeah, shouldn't well, that have been a rebuild, though, right. because you got Russell Wilson. Right, exactly. Well, that, that whole thing's so a mess. I just contradicted my own self right. there, but. Hey, there's a, hey, hey, Sean, Robbie, there's a grand conspiracy on the Jets to get this guy out of there. For whatever reason, he, he pissed everybody off. I'll throw, I'll throw Yeah, he did, one. but I mean... He, he but must he, have slept with one of the players' moms. <laughs> well, no, I, that, I, I'm not Sean, bringing up any ugly bring, rumors right now, so... I don't, want, I don't want to bring back the Joe B. rumor, so, Sean, come on now. <laughs> Well, that's the rumor is that he likes the, you know, he likes the older women. So that's that's all I meant by that. So anyway, no, I know Mrs. Robinson syndrome. (laughs) uh, uh, Mama's got it going. 
more than Simon the Garfucker. More importantly than anything else in this world, Cindy uh, loves you guys and, and wishes you the best. Oh, now, thanks. The last thing, the last thing I'll leave you Ditto. with before I take off and have uh, Rob Free take over. The last <laughs> thing I, I'll leave you with is uh, the you know the Nets. Now you see the latest winning streak. Yes, they've been. Jock's done a great job with that team. It can just it just shows you this, guys, that when they want to play basketball, they can play right. basketball. Right. They're, they're only two games behind the Celtics now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but they're all disturbed from outside sources. They get all distracted. You would think if you paid a guy forty million dollars a year, he can concentrate on basketball. But apparently, it's hard for these guys now. Now suddenly, now Kevin Durant, he says something like, "We were uh, concentrating. You know, we were focused all." All the time, it was the media. He starts to blame the media. Oh, please, give me a break. won't take responsibility. But sure enough, they're actually focusing, and I hate that team, but they're doing what they were paid to do, finally. But the Knicks, the Knicks, maybe you can say a few words about them. But, hey, I'll talk to you soon, guys. All right, buddy, thanks, man. Thanks for calling, Thanks for calling, Ralph. Happy Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year, pal. You got it. All right, there's Ralph checking in. Speaking of, I got to, you know, Ralphie brings up the NBA. I got to bring up the NBA. Yeah, I heard the latest Don't. rumor. I heard James Harden said, depending on oh, the playoff run, he might go, he might leave for Houston in free agency. Oh, next enough year. with this guy. Have you had enough with these guys? Have you had enough with the player movement? By the way, I, I wish you, he, I wish he would switch I sports. Not, I wish yeah. he'd switch sports to go play baseball and the Yankees would sign him so he'd have to shave <laughs> that stupid beard that he has. I mean, I'm so sick of looking at him. I, 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 it's just amazing. I, I sent you that, by the way. I said, did you get that thing? I think I sent you. It says, why the NBA sucks? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that guy illustrates exactly the point. And the biggest point that he made was the politics off, off the court and on the court. And that's, that's a big problem for me. But, I mean, it's R- like. Ralphie's right, though, with, uh, with Kevin Durant. Yeah. He creates his own problems. Absolutely. absolutely. People attack him on Twitter, and he creates all yeah. these fake accounts that goes and attacks him back. Like, you know what? If you're a guy like Kevin Durant, stay the hell off of social right, media. Shut up and play shut basketball. Up and play basketball. Right, enough is yeah. enough. That's the, that's the biggest problem. It's all the politicking and all the garbage, like LeBron and all this nonsense. We never had that in the NBA. And I tell you, I watched, some, I watched the 1986 championship with the Celtics in Houston. Uh, I was watching some videos of, you know, of, that, of that particular series. What a difference basketball was back then. I like physical basketball. There's no physicality in the NBA. Oh, move over so I can go right down the, you know, the lane and get a dunk here. Make sure you don't touch me. I mean, I have no idea how this evolved into this garbage. I have no idea how this evolved. But everything's now is mathematical. The Knicks won eight straight. Now they've lost three. Now they've lost three straight. So they've lost three straight at home, and they scored 16 points the other day in a game which they basically had. And the reason why is because Brunson got hurt. So Brunson, I don't know if he's playing tonight or not in the next game, but he got hurt and he was out most of the fourth quarter. So that's why they lost. But they scored 16 points at home in the fourth quarter. 16. Barrett is so inconsistent. Uh, you know, and I mean, it, you know, it is what it is with the Knicks. They're better now, but they're not that good. I mean, they're two games above 500. And the league is so mediocre. You know, it's interesting. The, the NBA, the NFL, and Major League Baseball have become so mediocre the NHL, to me, is the only sport that is really competitive because you have a real salary cap, okay? Which leads me to my next point. Let's talk about Carlos Correa, speaking of salaries, okay? What is this guy going to do? What are they going to do with him? Now the Mets decide they don't know what they're going to do. They can't figure out how many years with this. They, he's, like, got a problem with his physical and stuff. Like, what are they going to do here? Well, see, the problem now is that they're saying that uh, you kind of can't cancel out a contract once the owner has commented on it and Steve Cohen came out and said yeah Carlos Correa is now a New York Met they never held an official press conference but Steve Cohen said it and then the physical came out and now we have problems Um, will they renegotiate it can they negotiate it down somehow maybe like uh, five years, five years uh, two, you know, two hundred with uh, you know right. attack on option right. years, right? Or will we'll, or right. or will Chaim Bloom finally slip in and maybe go? Hey, we'll give you three and one ten. I'd take Korea in, in a heartbeat. Give him one. Do what the Mets did, or not the Mets. Do what the uh, Twins did last year. Give him a three-year, hundred and five right. million dollar deal option, with right? an option after the first there, year. There you go. That makes sense. I mean, yeah. So I don't know what they're going to do with it, but the Mets are spending money. Like you know, it's funny. Steve Cohen said, "I'm not going to spend money like a drunken sailor." Really? How many? What's their payroll now? Three hundred. What is it? Three hundred and forty million. Three hundred forty-seven million with the luxury tax. Yeah. It's way over four hundred. Like, yeah, it's like like hundred yeah. million dollars over something like that. It's crazy. So basically, what? So they lose like draft picks and stuff like that, and the draft they have to give a lot, lot more money to other franchises. That basically how it works, pretty much, right? I so. think pretty much everyone they've signed was attached to. Uh, 
draft pick competition, right? Right, right. So, yeah. Qualifying so, offer. Like, he doesn't care. I hate the qualifying offer. It's so, the qualifying. It's the stupidest thing there is. Yeah, so, the, you know, the Mets are about winning now anyway. Let's face it. They one pitcher is 40 years old. The other pitcher is 38 years old, right? Okay, so they're about winning now at this point. Oh, you, know, you, want, you want to hear something yeah. great that I read in right. Boston media? The Red Sox are entertaining trade offers for Chris Sale. Okay. Who's going to want to trade for me? So injury prone. A guy never well, pitches. Delete, ha- delete, never pitches. delete half his contract. Right, right. Trade him. And then if, if they do that, they've already said that uh, the Red Sox are like fourth in the running for Nathan Navaldi, which is ridiculous because he's been the heart and soul of that clubhouse for a while. They know him. They know his medical history. Why wouldn't they just give him a contract? They're not going to sign him. Once that happens, you trade Chris Sale, and Bloom just comes out and says, we're rebuilding this year. We're waiting for a guy. Because they, they say, oh, if, if you gave me a piece of paper, I would need more than one piece of paper to write down every player that they said that they've been in on this free agent offseason. Right. We've been in on this guy. We were in on uh, Bogarts. We were in on Dansby Swanson. We were in on Carlos Rodon. We were like in Cashman on Uvalde. We were in on this guy, but they haven't signed any of them. Like Cashman, the same thing. I mean, I agree. What are the Yankees going to do? I mean, the Yankees still have a bunch of holes, even though they got, even though they got uh, you know Rodon. And we signed a 37-year-old Kenley Jansen who hasn't been any good. Yeah, I mean, that- he's, he was... He had a three eighty eight or three thirty eight ERA last year for the Braves, but he blew eight saves. Yeah, they're you they know bring 16, back these guys sixteen all the million time. dollars for a thirty seven right. oh, year old closer. They regurgitate these guys like it's all like yeah. I mean, the, who's the Yankees closer next year? I mean, the Yankees. I mean, Justin uh, Turner. I mean, I like you know Justin what, though, Turner. Gonna, I like Justin love, Turner. You're going to love Justin Turner if he's healthy. You're going to love the guy. But these are bridge. Okay. These are of bridge course they players. are. Of they're course br- they're. Of course they are. Calling it looks like. Really, I didn't I thought see. I saw a light flashing. I do it to light, twenty to a light. <laughs> oh, it's you know what? It's this thing next to the phone oh, here. Okay, keeps flashing. Uh, keeps flashing. That's what it I is. Mean, okay. I mean, honestly, I did not. I, you know, I'm looking at the Yankees. I'm thinking, here comes Josh Donaldson back at third base. What are they doing about their shortstop position? What are they doing about left field? Ben Attendee signed with Chicago, right? They had all these opportunities. Now I hear rumors. Can about, you believe the money Ben Attendee got? Oh, it was ridiculous. Fifteen million was a, a year for a guy who hit five home runs great. last year. Well, he's not a home run hitter. He's a he's a, he's a table setter. He's a guy who's going to play left field. He's going to steal bases. Uh, you know, he's gonna he's gonna you know be at the top of the lineup it's and he's going to provide you tables. And of course, it's ridiculous. The White Sox it's had ridiculous. to do something. It's ridiculous. The money is absurd. The <laughs> money is absurd. We all know how absurd the salaries are. But yet, and the and every five years, the owners complain about the salary structure and and all this other nonsense. Yet they keep dishing out the salaries and dishing out these twelve and thirteen and eleven year contracts to these guys. It's just it's ridiculous. It is. I mean, it just is. We all know how ridiculous it is. I mean, seriously. I'm you know, sick of the Dodgers and the Red Sox now. Going, oh, we're trying to stay under the luxury cap. Yeah, these billionaire, oh, break. multi-billionaire. Look at the guy owners. who owns the Oakland A's. He's a billionaire, and he, and he what you got? What do you have? Twelve thousand people through the turnstiles in Oakland. They got to move the damn team or else sell the damn team. Like these, to me, these guys in Pittsburgh and Oakland and all these small market teams that don't want to spend any money either fold your franchise or get the hell out of baseball because it's ridiculous. There's no competition, and that's baseball's fault too because the, the union is so powerful. You know what I'm saying? It's just, and the revenue stream. In baseball's got to go oh, too. Well, you're basically uh, you're you're the marketplace. I hate that term. The marketplace. You're gifting teams that don't spend money. You're gifting them. Yeah, they you don't know, spend. Right, exactly. You're That's gifting them. Right. Good and point. It's, and it's 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 a load of garbage. Great it point. It really is. I mean, so the Miami Marlins are going to have what the maybe the fourth or fifth lowest payroll, but the revenue streaming, they're going to get that in their pocket. But what are they going to do? They're going to put it in their pocket and not spend right, any money on any not. players. When do the Marlins ever? When are the Marlins ever competitive every year? Fold that team or, tra- or, or you know move that team to Brooklyn or something for crying out loud. The two times the Marlins won the World Series, the last one being when Josh Beckett threw the complete game shutout against the Yankees. Yeah, Sorry to bring that me. up, but um, what do they do? Fire sale. You know what? We'd, right. we'd be fire sale. That year. That they, was got, our World they, they, they got rid of everybody. Right. And that's what te- that's what teams do. Now, here, now I'm hearing rumors about Devers being shopped to certain teams. Is that true? Is that BS? What well, is that? What I, mean? I heard this week is that they are galaxies apart in terms of contract negotiations. Why? Okay, you know what? Why? Is it, it, because you know why? Because Henry's probably going to sell. Is Henry going to sell the team at this point? Is that why? It's looking like it. Why, it's I mean, the why, only why reason I can think. Point? The guy is the best player on the team. He's one of the best players in Major League Baseball. And I'm, how old is he? How old is he? I'm starting. Twenty four, twenty five. He's twenty seven. He's twenty. Oh, he's twenty seven. Okay, so he's still. He's going to be a free agent at twenty eight. I, I thought he was younger, but yeah, he's still. He's only twenty seven. For yeah. crying out and you loud, know, it's the ridiculous. Th- the thing is, though, I'm I'm starting to not. The more and more I think about it, I'm starting to not blame Heim Bloom. I think it's ownership has got him handcuffed, and you're not you can't spend that much money. Right. They did it with Mookie. 
You know, they offered Xander six. Oh, he's, six he's crazy. He should have signed with them. I mean, I mean, that's another story in itself. But, but they, want to go to San Diego? Go, go, go to San Diego. But they go jerked him around too long. I mean, Ridiculous. in spring training last year, they offered him a one-year, thirty million dollar extension, which would have made his contract four and ninety. So what's wrong with that? Four ninety. What's wrong with wearing the uniform and playing at Fenway Park? Isn't that a little more in baseball? You know, isn't that more baseball savvy than playing in? San- I know the it's, weather's better in San Diego. Do you want to play for Don Orsilla? I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, don't I don't think the problem is the players so much as it's the players' union and the agents. Too. And the agents, of course, it is. If Bogarts took that friendly, he took one team friendly contract already. Three, you know, three Isn't that years sad, ago. Sad though. It's it, you know Bogarts didn't want to leave Boston. But he didn't have a choice. Isn't that and sad? Isn't that ridiculous? Though? Eleven years and two. Nobody wants million. to wear the uniform. Nobody. You know, that's the, the other thing about the NBA. I was talking about the other day was that these guys, you know, change teams like they change underwear for crying out loud. Years ago, guys stayed with the same team. Carl Malone was with the Jazz. You know, for the you know basically his whole his whole career was. Houston had Elijah on. The Knicks had Ewing. You know, you had David Robertson and and uh, you know Duncan down in San Antonio. It's not like that anymore. At least your Yankees owner finally acted like his father. Called up Aaron Judge and said, "Do you want to be a Yankee?" And Judge goes, yes. He goes, all right, I'll give you an extra 40 Well, there mil. you go. Yeah, go, well, At least he, he acted like right. his father. Like, unlike John Henry, who's more concerned about hockey and, and uh, NASCAR and soccer. But isn't yeah. that ridiculous that Judge had to call up the owner to ask for him to, to say, oh, could you please match this or I'm going to go to San Francisco? Like, it was all about the money you with him. The Padres offered him like four, but it wasn't about 14 the money. and 440 or something like oh, that. Judge? The Padres offered Judge Oh, yeah, that. crazy. And, and, you know, it's, I mean, all this all this spending money, Cohen too, it's like, you know, where does it where does it written that the guy that spends the most money is going to win every time? It happened once for the Yankees when they went bananas in 2009 where they got to share and they signed A-Rod to that ridiculous contract and they brought in Sabathia and AJ Burnett, but I mean, do you really count on Verlander and Scherzer staying healthy all year? I mean, no. they're both what forty? No, I mean, no. Scherzer's what thirty nine, thirty eight, or thirty nine, and Verlander's forty already. Yeah, do you I know. count on those t- top two guys that are making eighty million dollars to stay healthy all year? You know to we give when, you thirty five starts a year. When you make twenty four no. million dollars a year, like Cohen, you were worth sixteen billion dollars. Does it really matter? It's all like paper money. It's monopoly money. It really is. It's it's insane. Could you imagine making twenty four million dollars a year? What do you do with all this money? I just I would be the Mr. Philanthropic. I'd be like giving the money away. I'd be standing on the side of the street like uh, you know I'm thinking of Richard Pry- Richard Pryor and Brewster's Millions and just taking people out to lunch every day, you know, <laughs> trying at, to get rid of as at, much money look, as I could. Look you know? at the Mets though. If the if the Correa deal goes through, yeah, three players are going to be making one hundred and ten million dollars. That's nuts. That's Verlander, Correa, and Scherzer. There's eight teams in baseball. Not to mention the shortstop too, you know. There's eight teams in baseball that have payrolls, complete payrolls. Not to lower mention Lindor. Not to mention Lindor. Lindor's Lindor, got a huge contract. Right. But there's eight eight teams in baseball that have lower payrolls than just those three players combined. It's insane. Right, it's not right. It it's not right. And that's why baseball's. A, and that's why the NHL does the thing, does it right. Okay. That the reason the Vancouver Canucks spend the same amount of money as the New York Rangers is because you have a real, honest to goodness salary cap. Go look at the stats. Right. By the way, the Bruins never lose. So they're playing a, the Devils tomorrow night. That's yeah, be a hell of a game. Yeah, um, thank you, thank you to the Bruins for beating the Devils the other night because the Rangers have been on a roll. So the Rangers beat the Devils and then they beat the Islanders the other night. So yeah, they've been on a roll. But but definitely got to get you to an NHL game. We got to go. So I'll put some money aside and we'll go for sure, man. That'll be fun. If you drive, I'll I'll buy some tickets or something, whatever. You know. I, I would love to take the train. All right, we'll take the train. It'll be fun. We'll take the train. Take I'll the tell Amtrak. You, there's nothing like a live NHL game, folks. It's the best, man. The best guys. You walk up to an NHL player and ask for an autograph, I guarantee he'll give you an autograph. If you walk up to a Major League Baseball player or a basketball player, though, most of them will just you know, snub you and look away. You know? Story of my life, though. You know, Everybody said, let's go, let's go. And then, oh, but you got to drive, Sean. <laughs> I always drive. I'm the guy. I'm, Mr. I'm the Magoo guy that always by. has to drive, you know, but ask, that's okay. That's ask my okay. mother, ask Susan, I'm Mr. Magoo behind the wheel, for crying out loud. <laughs> Last night, it was I'd rather, dri- I'd rather drive than have you I told you her to drive, drive my fine. car, please. Are you kidding me? <laughs> do not do not drive with me. Seriously, man. My first NHL game, I promise I will be going with you. Okay, Doug. Oh, my God. Right. It's the best. That's, I mean, and obviously, the Bruins are playing unbelievable. I mean, the, the only question for me with the Bruins is they have, you know, two aging guys at center, but they're just like every line can score. And the coil line's good. Daryl Hall's found you know found himself a career again in Boston. I mean they're just playing really well. The kid you know the kids playing great in, in goal and 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 I, I you know I'm shocked how how well their goaltending has been this year. It's been fantastic. So they're they're on a roll. They're 27 and four. That's insane. They're on a pace to win like 70 something games. It's just amazing. 
And the coaching change obviously didn't, you know, didn't hurt and ma- made it even better. So, and Bruce Cassidy's doing a good job in Vegas, but they've been, they've been playing not as well lately. So I knew they injuries. were going to lose that game. Which one? When, when Cassidy came back. Oh, to when he Bob, came back. I yeah, almost, I almost wanted to go, out, I almost wanted to go and throw money on it because I'm like, there's out. no way that, there's no way that he's going to lose to the Bruins. I just had a feeling. I wanted they to go to throw money home. on it. I don't think they've lost a regulation game at home this season. That's that's unbelievable. It really is. I mean, the way they're playing is fantastic. So, so we got the, the coaches on the hot seat. Oh yeah, definitely got to talk about this. Well, obviously Hackett's gone. He was fired last night. Would you say he was the first coach in his first year the to get fifth, fifth coach in the history of the NFL to get fired uh, before the regular season? Well, what do you want? Over? They give up fifty-one points to a horrible Rams team with with Baker Mayfield now playing for the Rams. Can you believe this? Baker, Baker Mayfield, Mayfield played really big, well yeah, last night too. Putting up the big numbers for uh, it's amazing. So I could see, uh, you know, uh, let's see. Obviously, Jeff Saturday is gone. Yeah, that was about right. that was that was almost like a Saturday Night Live skit that they hired him as the head coach. <laughs> I mean, really, Saturday, Saturday Night, Night Live. Live. Jeff Saturday on Saturday Night Live. Wait, what, what, wait, what about what about Kingsbury? He's got to be gone. Is Kingsbury well, the gone? The thing is, though, with Kingsbury, they gave him a, a, an extension through twenty seven. Oh, because now him Kyler's and, hurt and all that and, stuff. Him uh, and yeah. Steve Klein, right. the, the 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 GM. Right. Uh, so I I think he might be safe for another year. Uh, Lovey Smith. Gone. gone. <laughs> right. That's Houston. Good timing on that Houston one. <laughs> for you. I mean, I think I'm. I'm looking through the divisions here. What Mike about, Mike Tomlin's going to be safe. Of course. Uh, of course. What about uh, Kevin Stefanski for Cleveland? That's a tough one. You know what? I think give Stefans- him a full I give think, him a full year with yeah, Deshaun Watson. Full year with Deshaun. You know what's funny about the Browns? The Browns have a ton of talent, but the Browns have been banged up. Obviously, Deshaun's coming back. Yeah, I'm not crazy about Stefanski, but let him get a full year with a full team because that team has a lot of talent. They have good talent on defense, good talent on offense. It's just a matter of putting it all together. But the this Browns, is, the Browns will be better next year for sure. This is the one I'm the most curious about. What? McDaniel's. Do they give him another year? Because Derek Carr has had his, like, the worst statistical season of his career. Do you give McDaniels another I think, year? I think they'll bring him back, but I don't, I don't think he should have ever been a head coach again. I did not understand. And the guy that I'm trying to remember his name, the guy who was interim coach last year with the, with the Raiders, did a really good job. And it was not offered a contract to be a head coach, so it was What's interesting. name of the head coach? Dennis? No, I don't know. Can't the name of like the head coach for the, the Saints? I think they'll give oh, him. Yeah, yeah he'll, he'll be he'll be back. He'll that be that back. team's basically rebuilding. I mean, Atlanta Art 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 Smith. He'll be back. Art Smith's done a really good job. He's, been, he's done a good job with a crap very team. Very competitive every year. I mean, every week they're they're competitive. They just lose games. Marcus Mariota is terrible. But how, about, they, how about Riverboat Ron? Ron Rivera. Will he be back? Yeah, then? yeah. He'll definitely he's be turning back. into Titanic Ron as the season has gone on. <laughs> Uh, Dan, Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell will be back with Detroit, I think. Oh yeah, absolutely. Of course, he might get a, he might get nominated for Coach of the Year. I think him and Brian Dable for sure. Eberflus so. might be gone from the Bears. He might be a one and done. He didn't do anything with that team. Well, that team does. That team lacks talent too. I mean, again, they're in, so. I mean, the Bears seem like they've been rebuilding forever with that organization. Kyle Shanahan's going to get fired after he wins the Super Bowl. I don't that's, think that's that's Bowl. my that's my joke of the week. Oh, uh, Kyle Shanahan will not be fired. He could be coached. Well, Candace, Kyle Shanahan might be in the Super Bowl, but Kyle Shanahan finds more ways to screw up Super Bowls. Anyway, ten fifty five right here on WTBR on uh, Berkshire Sports Now with Cronin and Zuck. Take time out and uh, wrap this sucker up for a Tuesday. We'll be right back after yeah, this. We'll be right back after this commercial. <laughs> Have you heard about Code Red? It's the city's emergency alert program, and it keeps you informed on the latest updates and notifications, including but not limited to weather-related emergencies, road closures, and water main breaks. So stay connected and be informed. Text Pittsfield to 99411 to enroll or visit cityofpittsfield.org to sign up. At Pittsfield Community Television, we have a saying. Anyone can learn to create television. With the support of trained production staff, we can teach you how to professionally operate a camcorder, use editing software to tell a story, work as a team in a production studio, and take those skills into the community. If you've been curious as to how video production works, we'd love to have you as a member. Visit us online at pittsfieldtv.org or call us at 445-4234 for more information. Hello, Phil Tierney here, the host of Berkshire Jazz, where I play all the young tigers and old lions of jazz every Saturday evening from 8 to 10 on WTBR 89.7, Pittsfield Community Radio. Join me Saturday at 8, and if you know someone who likes and enjoys this great American classical music, tell them about us. Spread the word. Jazz is alive and well on WTBR 89.7. Thanks for listening. 
Hey friends, if you're looking for some party music, tune in to Polka Express with me, Bill Gustavus, every Wednesday night from 6 to 8, and Sunday mornings from 8 to 10, right here on 89.7 WTBR, Pittsfield, Massachusetts. You guys rock. WTBR. All right, we're back here. Cronin and the Zuck here for a couple more minutes. Um, 413-445-5943, but if you call, you're probably not going to get to say much. But uh, <laughs> right, we got the Boston Celtics and the putrid, pathetic <laughs> Houston Rockets playing tonight. If anybody wants to tune in, which I doubt you do, because I don't blame you. Well, what's the score? What do you think the score is going to be of that game? No, oh, I bet Houston finds a way to win that game. No way. Come on. That's, there's no way. Well, that's what the Celtics do. They think Samson Elijah wanted to still play for those guys? The, Ce- the Celtics lose to uh, bad teams. It's amazing how teams. bad those teams get. San Antonio's terrible now. I was, just looking, at the, I was just looking at the standings. There's it's like, awful. It's, it's the league, league of mediocrity. So, yeah, football's falling right behind it. This, You know, again, the, the, the players run the asylum. That's what it is. I mean, and, So and, let's just say this. Tonight, or yeah. not tonight, Sunday, go Patriots, go Giants. Yeah, Let's hope absolutely. next week we come in. Let's go We're Jets. both going. We've got a shot at the playoffs still. Let's hope Buffalo wins this week. So next week they rest their starters. The Patriots win. They get in the playoffs. I say that I don't want them in there, but, of course, you want to see your team in the playoffs because it makes playoffs. it more fun. Playoffs. Of course. I hope everybody out there has a very, very happy new year. Yeah, right, exactly. You know, I hope well we, wishes to everybody's family. Are we back and, before the new year or no? Not really, right? I don't think so. Let's, let's see. see today's today's, no, today's no. 27th. So we will we'll be not back. be, so. be 2023, folks. I can't believe it's going to be a year until we see you folks again. I can't believe crazy? it's been over a year since we've been on together. It's amazing, it's, too. It is. It's been they great. They haven't fired us yet. <laughs> and Robbie, it's, it's been a blast doing this with Dude, you, man. Bro, and I, I can't you, wait man. for another year of it. I Absolutely, love it. Absolutely, man. And see, yeah, we hopefully we get you know a lot more time, a lot more people calling, you know, get some automation in here. You know what I'm saying? So everybody be safe out there, enjoy yourselves, and uh, just like, be safe on New Year's. Don't exactly. do anything that I wouldn't do. There's not a lot I wouldn't do, so I guess I can't say that, but uh, throw that out the window. But be safe and let's go, Patriots, and let's go, Giants. All, all right? right. We'll see you next I can't believe I said that in the same sentence. <laughs> We'll see you next week on Berkshire Sports now right here at Cronin Suck. Everybody have a great day. Stay tuned. Four o'clock Beatles forever. We'll see you soon. Let's go.